This episode of the Faith Forge Academy is sponsored by Mage Hand Press. Be sure to check out Mage Hand Press's Kickstarter for their starter kit live now. Dark Matter is a rip-roaring futuristic campaign setting for D&D 5e set against a mashup of sci-fi and fantasy influences, which lets you play D&D in space without learning a new system. You can play as bounty hunters, galactic explorers, or daring space marines in a universe inspired by the likes of Star Wars Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, The Expanse, and Doom. You and your crew can pilot breathtaking starships, face down alien horrors, battle evil space wizards, and explore the furthest reaches of the galaxy. And we at the Fae Forge Academy are actually going to be running through the starter adventure um, and releasing that on our podcast. Uh, so we're really excited to do a little bit of uh, Fae Forge in space. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And again, the Kickstarter launches on July 29th, so be on the lookout for that. It's got everything you need to start off a new campaign in space using the D&D rules that you are familiar with. For more information, you can go to magehandpress.com or follow them on Twitter at magehandpress. You don't want to miss out on this. Do you sense its call? It dances bright from star to tree across every land and untamed sea. In your sight do you see its call, floral trails that waft the air, tinged with tangy notes as senses flare. Amidst the air do you breathe its call, blazing spice, a spreading zest, combined within the feeling's crest. On lip and tongue do you taste its call, in olden wood and ancient stone, hidden powers here are grown. Reaching forth do you feel its call? There it is, one song for each a call, but let loose is sung for all. Do you hear its song befall, the Feyforge's resonant call, a magic unto all? Hey everybody, welcome to the Faith Forge Academy. Uh, we are jumping in to our second arc. Uh, thank you for your patience as we've done a little bit going to space in two different two different settings uh, and, and done a couple other things. With me today, we have um, our normal crew, minus Ian, um, but we have a special guest with us today. Uh, Gabe, you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little about who you are and where people can find you? Hello, I am Gabe Hicks, also known as Gabe James Games on Twitch, Twitter, and pretty much anywhere else. 
I am a voice actor, cosplayer, and digital and tabletop game designer. I, uh, you can find me on Mondays on the D&D channel at 1 p.m. Pacific time playing the current Lost Mine of Vandelver campaign. Um, you can find me on Thursdays on Wandering DM playing a Dragon Age campaign. You can find me Sundays at 7 on the GoJG channel playing in a Dark Matter campaign. And you can find me Fridays on the Roll20 channel at sometime that will be announced. <laughs> um, doing, a, doing a bit of a GM tips uh, show. Pretty much talking about session tone, how to find players, how to figure out if the players that you have may be the best ones for you. And understanding that it's okay for everyone to have different play styles because the point of playing games is usually to have fun. Usually. Mostly. Mostly. And also, I created the, the class modifier module uh, system that I have been so happy that I'm seeing so many people use. I think I'm done. By the way, if it's not clear yet that he is a fucking powerhouse, now you know. Mm-hmm. What's that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The man is a fucking powerhouse. So we're, we're super, super pumped to have you with us uh, and to, to play some games and tell some stories and stuff. Um, and Dave is actually using his character creation module uh, for his character that he created. So you're actually going to get to see how um, that can fit in with a tra- with traditionally built D&D 5e characters as well. Um, so we're going to have some fun. Let's play some games. I forgot to have you guys introduce yourselves. Uh, so with <laughs> us today is oh, also... We just need game dangers and he's, 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 he's the important one. He's the only yeah, important good one. Enough. He's the yeah. only one that matters now. Hey. Y'all are important too. Uh, <laughs> That's true. So say hi, Michael. <laughs> oh dang! Okay, sure. <laughs> I gotta follow that up. All right, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yes, I'm Michael Sinclair II. I go by Michael Crits everywhere. Um, you can catch me on obviously this show uh, and on my own Twitch channel at Michael Crits, where I play Magic the Gathering. And I am on uh, the Looking for More Network as a professional role player and some other projects that might be announced in a couple months. So. That's me. That's what I do. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I'm Emily Harmon. Emily J E A Harmon everywhere. Uh, you can find my stuff on DMs Guild. I also have some cool stuff coming out um, next couple months. And uh, that's it. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Kai. Uh, hey, everybody. I'm Stoneflat underscore Kai on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I do mini painting. I play on some other shows and I have some things coming up. So if you want to see what I'm up to, go to Twitter. And Adelaide. Uh, yeah, I'm Adelaide Gardner. You can find me at OAdelaide on Twitter and everywhere else. I am part of a team called Action Fiction where we make role playing games, our Kickstarter for expansion. For our first game, Monsters of Merca, launches on September the 8th. So go check it out. Very funny content. Uh, I'm on multiple shows as well. You can find me at Wandering DM on Friday nights playing Cyberpunk. You can find me at Wednesday mid-mornings on Goldheart Group's channel uh, playing 5e. I play Geriatric Turtle. And a new show on Saturdays that is a Emberwind campaign. Uh, new system to me. Super, super fun. And that's on Valdrion's show. Is that it? That's, that's such a that. cool looking... Uh, it is cool really fun. It is a really cool system. It's like one of the very few like high fantasy, like epic, multi... Like almost D&D, but not D&D. You'd be surprised. There's really like not a lot of indie tabletop games that do what D&D does. That's not like just a copy of it. Um, and also, Ian is still with us, uh, but today it's just spiritually and not 
not audioly physically i don't <laughs> like know what I'm <laughs> audio physically <laughs> <laughs> um, uh he's unfortunately couldn't couldn't make it today all right well let's uh in like three two one ish let's play some D D. yeah yeah <clears throat> all right it's i'm so excited to be back yeah I just, I looked at my notes and I was like, the last time we played was July 5th. It was so long ago. Was it really? Oh, my gosh. oh wow. Well, yeah, because I guess we did, we did the Burn Bright thing. Yeah. Um, and then we, we did, did the Dark Matter uh, thing. Dark Matter, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So, the four of you. It's quiet, mostly. That kind of peaceful quiet that fills a forest. There's the trickle of a small waterfall splashing into a pond. Sounds of birds singing songs that harmonize with the wind as the leaves rustle their percussion along with the tune. The song begins anew. The seed is planted. The light takes root. Its melody swirls around you. And as you look around, you realize Cause is again not here. Is that his song? As you blink, you see the rippling pond in the form of Trayvon and Dorvaleth. His six-foot-tall stature, long gray dreads, well-dressed robes, gold chains, and bracelets, all kind of murky through the water. As you see him appear, the thought goes through your head. Ilval Holland, the singing tree? The great halls? Wallop and Pillow? Evie? That trip to the Feywilds with Turnip? Brina and Cactus? Was it all real? How are you back here? Where it all began. As you breathe in and try to take where you are, the familiar voice of Trayvon in goes through your mind. Ah, you've all made it to the Forge Academy. Welcome to your first test. He pauses and looks around. Wait, isn't there supposed to be a dwarf with you? Uh, I I kind of look around because to me... I'm thinking, like, holy shit, did I just have a dream? So I kind of look at everybody side-eyed, like, did y'all just, do, do y'all know who I am? Because I know who y'all are. Kind of look, you know, like, did that just happen? Vesky's going to go, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that, um, I think I have the same feeling as you and maybe experienced the same stuff, um, so I don't think you're alone. And I like look over to uh, Ashrin and Sepia. Uh, there was definitely a dwarf somewhere. Um, it's been a while since we've seen him. Uh, and Sepia is just looking around wide-eyed at like everything. Like she just looks extremely confused and out of place, which isn't too different than how she normally looks, but it's I guess worse. <laughs> it's a little worse than normal. Your toad. Your toad's also looking confused. Exactly, and he's like licking one of his eyeballs, like very frantically. A, a very confused <laughs> eyeball, like. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, is this in the forest where like he came out of the pond? Mm-hmm. What is going on? Like right before this is right before the challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that was originally the hummingbird challenge. Mm-hmm. Are you, this is actually an important question? Is this is that out of character or in character? Specific question you just asked. Uh, out of character. Okay. Uh, what is going on? What do you mean, what is going on? You are, you all received your letters of acceptance, I assume, in the seal, and that's why you're here. 
We've been waiting for you to arrive. Uh, here again? Here a second time? We've been here. We went to school? I, I don't think he knows. That's not possible. No, um, it, have been here it is possible. I think, uh, Professor Trayvallon, we, we might need to skip the test and, and come straight to you. Uh, yeah, I actually think that's probably a good idea. Um, I mean, you know, if you if you ask us to name several of the staff, we, we can because we've met them. And like we've said, like we've we've already spent a couple days at the academy. He, he looks almost dumbfounded and he holds up that blueprint that he showed you the very first day you were at the Academy of the Hummingbird. You could not have gotten you could not have gotten to our campus without first creating this. This is the first test. There's how. I know. We, we've done this before with the hummingbird and, and the music. Mm-hmm. Show it to me. Um, okay. Oh, where was it? I, I can't find it in these notes. Um, did we have like was it like a wooden thing? Yeah, it was a wooden yeah, it was thing. Like, like a lot of different. And if you I had... remember, I, Ashrin had it. From what I remember. Yeah, and I found it in the stars. I remember that, like it lined up with the constellation. Mm-hmm. 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 You guys all kind of worked together to create this thing that turned into basically a. It led led a path and ended up being a sort of key. Yeah, I didn't keep it. It's in my room. It's in my dorm. I, I think you might have it now. Again? Well, maybe. I dig through my bag. Do I find it? Yes. I impatiently like hold it out. And as he's about to say something in response to this, uh, we're going to switch over to Gabe's character. Um, Gabe, why don't you give me just a physical description? I don't need a name yet. Got it. They are very, very humanoid in shape. And you can see on his arms going up, there are leaves of different shades of green. There's almost what looks to be like vines in a vein-like pattern going up the sides of his neck, and eyes have a soft green glow. The hair is long and twisted, knotted, uh, almost shades of like fall. And there is a large cloak around their body that seems to be like a bit bulked up in the back, as if there's something along there. So you're running to this point in the Everfelding Forest that you saw in the roots of the world. You're flittering between the trees. Your branches are snagging on other branches um, from trees you do not know. You glance back and there's this shadow beast pursuing you, screaming. You look forward and you see them, the four students around a pond and a watery figure. Perhaps they will be able to make sense of the strange crystal and the symbol it contains. You look back again, but first you have to survive. And as Trayvonin is about to say something, the four of you, you, you hear this rustling and almost this crashing. Um, as you look up, you see the form that Gabe described, this dryad in a cloak running towards you, and behind it, this eight or nine foot tall shadow beast. What do you all do? And is the shadow beast the thing that we saw before the very, very first time? Uh, you have not seen this before. We've not seen this before. I couldn't remember that it was. Okay. Um, well, that's new. Uh, and I, like, point it out. Like, literally point to the... Using, uh, pointing out to the group, like... The character that Gabe is describing and the being past of it. Honestly, with, with the way he's running, he probably stumbles and then literally starts, like, 
running and then into a slide across the ground towards all of you. Frantic. Okay. Uh, what do you all? What do y'all do? Um, as he's sliding, um, I, I I think we're all pretty much on edge since something weird just happened. Uh, I'm gonna reach out for his hand, kind of like doing a cool like he's sliding. So I'm gonna grab his hand and kind of sling him behind us, you know. Um, and I am going to we're completely level four, so we have like. Well, I'm a wizard, so it kind of works a little bit different. Um, never mind then. Um, I, I'm going to hold out my hand as if I'm about to cast a spell. This thing looks kind of ominous anyway. So if it, once it comes into view, if it actually looks like it's about to attack us, I'll cast Witch Bolt. Okay. Um, as it gets to the edge of the pond, Mm -hmm. uh, Trayvon and looks at you all and sees this thing uh, and says if you truly know where the academy is get there quickly uh, and his form just kind of drops and, and disappears whatever way he's communicating through the water uh, is gone this beast looks at you and says give me the dryad not gonna happen today I'm gonna cast witch bolt and I yell uh, at everybody <laughs> else to run okay uh, let's roll initiative sweet as that happens, Bessie's going to be like, okay, same but different this time. And he's just going <laughs> to charge you with spells. But different, but yeah. same. <laughs> Into the <Okay>. formation. <laughs> um, so let me... Oh, you guys aren't on that. Yeah. yeah. I need to point this thing out there. Hold on, I have, two, I have too many maps. Oh, I gotta so go. I got to... Yep, let's, let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. Now, the better question is, when we ported back, did we feel a little bit healthier than we did when we left? Uh, yes. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> I was healthy. at four <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, y'all are, y'all are, have the benefits of a full rest. Okay. Or a long rest, excuse me. I'm going to say that I do not have my new spell yet because I need to copy it down as a wizard. Okay. So, some perspective. This beast is... Kind of right by the edge, if you remember, there is... This map isn't perfect, because I didn't have time to make a perfect map. Um, Are you good? Fine. Uh, kind of mm-hmm. on the south end of that, there's like this little waterfall. That's actually a stream that continues. Okay. Um, and he's right... It. This beast is right on the edge of it. You all would kind of be on this almost the opposite shore. It's good. It's good to be back. <laughs> I know. I miss our characters so much. Oh, he looks so cool. Oh my goodness. He's a soft boy. Adorable. Love it. Aww. We're big fans of the things that come from the forest here, generally speaking. So. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah, nothing bad has ever come from the forest. I, well, you know, we've got like a little centaur friend. That's true. And company. True. I guess it I guess it has been a pretty good mix. Most of the most of the normal looking creatures have been normal. Lovely sentence, Stephen. Most of the normal creatures have been normal. I am an orator first and foremost. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the good news is the direction towards the academy is more or less towards the beast. Oh, um, is, is that the good news? Is that the good news? What about that? Is good. Steven, um, I rolled initiative, but I didn't do it right, so I'm not in the tracker. 
just do it again and then you can change it to your original one. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You have to click your token in case you need help. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, click your token and then hit initiative in the thing. Wow, we got triple, lots of Oh, yeah. baby, yeah. triple. Ooh. Why am I okay. first? I don't want that. So, I'm going to let <laughs> Besky, Ariadne, and Sepia, uh, y'all can choose what order you go in. Um, I'll, I'll dibs first. I, I was, yeah, you I said was you were casting. casting yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I think it's. It, I think it should be you followed by me, then uh, S- Sepia, because that's kind of yes. how we responded to things. That sounds fine. Uh, okay, so I need to make a ranged spell attack. Oh, actually, that's. I don't think I have beat the range for it. I don't. What, oh, what's no! the? What's the? Uh, well, what's the range? It's thirty feet. Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. Well, what about? There's 60? no way. Can, so um, you, I will say the way you described it, I feel like you would know how far you can shoot it. Yeah. Um, so see. I can basically move them closer if you if you want to still do it. <laughs> yeah, you did meet you did meet up with with uh, Gabe's yeah. character, so you would you'd be further from us than. Oh, that's true. That's, that's true. true. That's true. Yeah. So if y'all if y'all are more like kind of closer around, I'd the be pond. probably like fifteen feet like uh, behind uh, behind the gang. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, we can move it. We can climb me. So that's where I'll, I'll probably be right here. You're probably 15 feet uh, past that. Okay. Uh, 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 10, 15. Yeah. There. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, that, seems about that, that looks about right. Still can't reach it, but that's fine. I'm gonna use a different spell. Uh, I'm gonna send out a uh, a huge scorching ray across the water. Okay. Uh, and that's gonna be a 21 to hit. That will hit. Sweet. As he's. Scorching Ray, you roll three times, right? Uh, no. Three separate. Oh, I do. I do. I do. Um, I forgot that it works like um, Eldritch Blast. A nine and a, and a 20. A dirty 20. Uh, the nine misses. I'm assuming so, yeah. Uh, so that is um, 16 points of damage. Is that math right? I think. Yeah. 16 points of fire damage. Nine and seven. Yep. Okay. What spell was that again? Just this for a future reference? Scorching Ray. Okay. Okay, good. Just for future reference. Mm-hmm. Okay, it slams in, and, and you hear this. So you've made your choice. Uh, and it is, I think we just said Besky was going to go next? Yeah, uh, I'm going to uh, Heximus Deximus. So I'm going to hex on, on <laughs> dex abilities, is what I normally okay. say. Uh, and then I will uh, cast, let me see the, the range. I should have been more prepared, but it, you know, it's, it's fine. It, so I have everything the way I do, so it's quick, so I can see it. Oh, 300 feet. Okay, facts. Um, <laughs> I will... Uh, you'll see, like, these, like, star, starry, like, yellow ribbons uh, come up from the ground around the creature, and I'm casting huh? Earthbind. Um, hmm. It needs to make a strength saving throw. Uh, against 13. Uh, that is a 14. Okay, so uh, I keep concentration on it on a minute. It says loops. Uh, it doesn't look like I can move it though. Yeah, Wait. I think it's if it if it succeeds, then you then you can hold it for a minute. If it fails, it fails. Okay. Yep. So uh, the creature kind of just is able to dodge like yeah. these ribbons that are coming up. Yeah, as that is my coming, it, it almost it's it's actually it's a very strong creature. It almost just like breaks it with its with these kind of shadowy arms. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sepia. Cool. 
Uh, hmm. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna hex an Eldritch Blast. Or a similar thing. Uh, so, the range on hex? I think it's 60, I believe. 60. Let me double confirm that. Uh, 90. 90. 90. Okay. Yeah, so I will, uh, Sepia will, uh, hex. Uh, so Sepia's going to, uh, slip into the pond. Uh, kind of just like to sit down the banks and like into the water uh, and submerge okay. into her eyes, and she's going to send out some magical energy and basically like the uh, there's gonna be like waves that appear in the pond and kind of wrap around this creature in text, and then she is going to throw some pond water at him. Huh? She's going to not hit probably with an eleven. Uh, it does not hit. A bit shaken up from the, from the you know all the time. It's been a rough. Yeah, it's been uh, a day, okay. Yeah, and I'm just a rough gonna... hour or so. Uh, what are you? What ability are you hexing? What did you hex, Besky? I did Dex. You, you know, strength. Scramp is probably where you want to be. At. Yeah, strength. strength. Got to cover all the bases, and then CPU is just going to dive down into the and that's it. Okay, and it is this beast's turn. Who is going to? It's basically hovering. It's not even running. Uh, as it moves closer towards Ariadne. Oh, it's like hovering over the water. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Freaky. So, okay, it's going to dash and get right up to Ariadne and this unnamed dryad as its form just like hovers across. There's like, like almost like tangible shadows that you could touch, like rolling off of it. Um, and as it gets close to you, Ariadne, and I'm just going to have to ask your character's name because I don't want to keep saying oh, unnamed Dryad. Disodia. <laughs> Say that one more time. Disodia. 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 Um, so Ariadne and Disodia, as it comes closer, you see like in the center of it is there's this like glowing. You can almost see these like pseudo ribs across it, large, large teeth. Um, and it's you can almost sense the anger coming off of it. And it is Ari or er, Ashrin's turn. May I do a reaction? Yes, you you may absolutely. Oh, your turn. It didn't put you in order. You actually should be next. Okay. It didn't put it in the right order. Uh, so, as a reaction, when a creature I can see moves within ten feet of me, I can use a reaction to deal one d four necrotic damage to the creature unless it succeeds a Constitution saving throw. Nice. Con save. Uh, that is an eight. Uh, that will be a failure. All right. So it will take necrotic damage as spores fly off my body to deal one necrotic damage. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. get it. It's marathon. <laughs> uh, and now it is actually your turn. Okay. Um, this thing is very uncomfortable. It has approached very friendly people, and I am not a fan of that. So, I think like leaning on, and what what was what was your name, Ariadne? Yep. Okay, leaning on Ariadne, he's gonna like try to lift himself up, and then pulls like a branch off of his side, and then ignites it to use flame blade. Uh, oh, I love it. As a bonus action, and then he's going to uh, swing at the creature right there. Yes, I love that. 
so uh so that'd be an eight to hit uh it does not as it your your flame blade almost goes right through it not connecting uh so he takes a swing and he probably stumbles a little bit like as you probably see like one of his legs it almost looks like um it snaps in a little bit and then maybe roots come around and like try to solidify where he was standing and he can't really hold his balance okay anything else for your turn no that's it all right come on Asherin. we're all shook it <laughs> come on bring us back bring us back to center <laughs> seeing the waves that sepia kind of created not kind of seeing the waves that sepia created i'm going to like hold my hand out and i'm giving ice knife a little bit of flare here and i'm gonna like one of the waves that comes at it is going to have that kind of like spear mm. momentum at it. Um, and I'm going to cast that at just first level. I think I did it twice. Sorry, go with the first one. No, I mean, yeah, I guess. Go yep. with the first one. <laughs> uh, as it flies and, and explodes, uh, I do need uh, Disodia and Ariadne to make a deck save. I can do that. I cannot do that. <laughs> Ten. Oh, Ooh. we're off to a great start. I rolled. I rolled a six. So everybody's everybody's rolling bad though. Yeah, that's okay. a, that's a five. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Gabe. Awesome. <laughs> God, I hope I live for another ten minutes at least. That <laughs> <laughs> <a> story. <laughs> you will probably. Thanks for showing up, Gabe. Uh, we'll see you yeah, next time. Yeah. I've been building this character <laughs> for two years. Yep, I'll see. See y'all later. A real uh, Chris Perkins mm-hmm. moment. Um, yes. And is the the cold damage is the explosion? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So yeah, everybody who failed that takes nine cold damage. It's fine. I get you. Got me. I'm here. I'm I'm here to live my life. Anything else for you, Ashrin? No. Okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that, as it as it as this ice kind of shatters around you and, and sprays over um, the Shadow Beast and Ariadne into Sodia, it is uh, Ariadne's turn. Okay, um, I am going to... Okay, so this guy, I can see he's hit uh, our druid new friend. Pretty pretty rough, probably. Um, I am going to grab a batch of powder from my bag and throw it up in the air. I am giving it to, uh, how do you say it? Disodia, I see it there. Um, I'm giving it to Disodia, um, and it glitters in the air, and there are three star-like lights that kind of come around your head, almost like a halo, kind of, but swirling a little bit. Um, and you have the ability to, for three, for three reactions, able to expend one of these stars to give this guy disadvantage if he's attacking. Nice. Uh, so I spend that, and I am going. And I will say, you do see as as these stars kind of form around, you see this creature like kind of shrink back from from the starry light that's that starts to orbit Sodia. Then perfect. Mm-hmm. As uh, as my bonus action, I am going to conjure up. Um, how many stars do I get? Uh... I want equal to half my wizard level. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'll cause more meteors to fall to Earth, essentially, and 
just two are going to spring up, kind of like as a barrier between me and Desodia and this shadow beast. And gonna, that's going to end up for me. Anything else on your turn? Uh, no, that'll be it for me. Okay, so as these stars kind of descend uh, in between Desodia and Ariadne and this shadow beast, Besky, it is your turn. Yeah, um, I'm all out of spells, and just for a clarification on rules stuff, uh, I casted Hex, and then I casted Earthbind. Both are concentration, but since Earthbind failed, we're just going to say Hex is on, or whatever. I'm, uh, I'm cool with that. <laughs> uh, but I'll, I'll make sure I, I do that proper next time. Uh, I will, uh, since I'm all out of spells, uh, just go with the uh, you know Eldritch Bread and Butter of Eldritch Blast. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll just see me coalesce some starry... Um, energy as I try and blast the uh, creature with it. Okay, still one. You still have one. Yep. Hey, we're back on this podcast, so this is making sense. I'm rolling hot <laughs> all other places. <laughs> Not here, though. Uh, I rolled a nine. Welcome so, home. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be bad. <laughs> Uh, anything else? Anything else for you? I think honestly, uh, actually, yes. Uh, the direction that we're supposed to be going is somewhere that way, right? Uh, yeah. Or is basically. it down south or to the east? It's so it's basically on on this map. It would be it. It's almost following this this creek that goes this way. Okay, so this way. Um, All right. So basically, okay. that is southeast. All right, I will move then. Mm-hmm. I will since we're all trying to like we know which way we're going because he's like, oh, if you know where you're going, go. Uh, <laughs> say, um, let's keep moving. Um, I it's just like last time. Uh, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, and six. I'm just trying to give it a wide berth so I can like, you know, we can run out and I'm hopefully gonna hit it with an Eldritch Blast to slow it down somewhere. But that's my turn. Okay, uh, and sepia. Alright, I'm gonna try something uh, that is yes, going to be DM. This is my favorite. Um, okay, so I have a uh, Eldritch Invocation that is Misty Vision, so I can cast Silent Image. Um, okay. So what I want to do is use Silent Image to create the effect of like uh, like a wave rising out of the pond that is filled with light. Like it's very like bright and yellowy and kind of like cascading over and above it, so it's kind of like looks like the light of the sun is like being magnified through it okay um why don't you roll me a check with your spell attack modifier this plus uh with proficiency or yeah uh it, proficiency it's already baked in spell, spell attack modifier 26 uh 26 will work um so as this mm-hmm. like this you all see this form of a wave appear with this light almost refracting through it. Uh, and you watch as it, it recoils distracted. And um, I am going to say it will count as probably, I'll say stunned for a, for a round. Nice. Uh, uh, and then Sepia is going to swim uh, kind of further into the pond, down towards the southeast area where that stream is. Okay. Um, that's my turn. With that, with it being stunned, um, it just it's just fixated on this light in, in fear. 
um, it doesn't even move. Um, uh, just lets out this screech, and um, you even see, even though it's even though it's a mirage because it's playing with light, like some of its shadows are like shrinking into it for at least momentarily. And Desodia, it is your turn. So this thing is it focusing on me, or is it really just attacking, or like anyone at this point? Uh, it's focused on you. Okay. I don't like that, so I'm going to take another swing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. For 15 to hit. That will hit. Ooh, okay. For 15 fire damage. Oh, dang. Okay, let's go. And this time, just steadying himself and taking another swing, trying to give the flame as much of a wide berth as he can against this beast. Yeah, you, you, as you, as you swing, swing wide into it, you feel it go, it goes through the shadow and it hits something solid. Um, and this flame kind of bursts up it for, for a moment as, as you hear this, scream out, um, anything else on your turn? So I have the mobile feet and after I make a melee attack, movements do not provoke attacks of opportunity. So I'm going (laughs) to run. (laughs) Okay. And that's going to be my turn. Seems like a good choice. Thank you. <laughs> Asherin, it is over to you. After he took damage, is he still stunned? Uh, he he will be stunned for the rest of this round, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Do, 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 do. Am I within 30 feet of everybody? Maybe not sepia. Um, if I move everybody forward? Everybody else. I don't think that you can get everybody. Um, sorry, CPO, but I'm going to cast Pass without a trace on the rest of us, so if that we want to dash away, we can. Mm. That's legit. Nice. All right. And then I'm going to run towards the school. And with that, it is back to the top. Uh, you see it kind of refocus, uh, turn back as DeSodia has, has started to flee from it, uh, fixate on it, and uh, Ariadne, it is your turn again. Um, yeah, I, I, I can see that we're all running, so I am going to pop my, um, no, I'm actually going to move out of the way first, because it's by beat. I'm going to jet, we're heading the opposite way from the academy, right? We're going to kind of loop around, probably. Uh, I guess anyway, people are doing it. Uh, <laughs> 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 so scatter! We're just going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Bestie, which way were you headed? I'm, I'm following. If you're looking at the map, is south, okay. uh, southeast. Okay. So I'm yeah. following after Bestie. Then I am gonna not dash. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 into this flock of trees here. Um, but as I leave, I'm gonna burst my stars. Uh, and that one was on me and on on you. Okay. And uh. Yeah, so he needs to make a dexterity saving throw. I think he's got disadvantage on that. For each of them, right? For each of them, but uh, he's only going to take damage once. Fair, he just he fails, fails if he's stunned. Does he if just he's fail? Oh, he's not, oh, he's not stunned anymore. Okay. He's at the top of the round. Oh. What's your DC? Uh, 13. Yeah, he fails. He fails one of them. Okay. All right. So he takes five radiant damage. And I'm going to keep the one that's on the rocks right behind him in case he moves, because I can move it. Um, again, as as this, like, star 
bursts around him. Um, the light seems to make these shadows recede. Uh, he screams out again, this time in a little bit more pain than uh, anything else that has really been done to him. Nope, that ends my turn. Uh, and Besky, it is, excuse me, it's your turn. Yeah, uh, time to do Starboy stuff. Uh, but <laughs> before I blast out, uh, just in case uh, our new friend doesn't hear us uh, while the blast is happening, um, wrong way, friend. It's this way. Um, but I guess you're going the wide circle. Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna go ahead and blast, uh, the creature, or at least attempt to. Okay. Okay, that's a lot better. Uh, do 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 Things plus five is where I'm at. Uh, 19 to hit. That will hit. Perfect. Uh, and then that is, uh, 1d... 1d10 plus a 1d... Uh, yeah, 1d6. Yeah, okay. It's just been a while. Uh, yep, perfect. Uh, so 7 force and 5 karate. Um, uh, as you see, these stars like shoot out typical Besky fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ray hits it, and the stars kind of burst around the creature. It's a tiny, like, um, supernova. So supernova is just kind of explode um, mm-hmm. around it um, and he uh, basically just keeps an eye out on uh, on Desodia or his new friend um, and he is going to make more movement away so, and that's going to be my turn okay um, you have you have repelling blast right it's uh, Lance of Lethargy so now it's uh, uh. I forgot to clarify uh, it's movement speed is 10 uh, until my the top of my round. Okay. I knew I, I get you and Sepia's mixed up. Um, yeah, no worries. Speaking of Sepia, uh, it is your turn. Alright. Uh, Sepia is going to pop up. Uh, she's also going to splash uh, some more water creature with Aldrich Blast plus Hex with a 21. That will hit. hit. Or nine force one necrotic, uh, and she's just gonna continue swimming uh, up into this stream. Okay. And that's it. It is the beast's turn. Uh, it can only move ten feet. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, so it's looking around and it starts to move towards Ashrin. Uh, still just hovering. Gets there. It reaches down with a claw, swipes at you for a 21 to hit. That, yep. Which does 14 Okay. Uh, slashing damage. It swipes at you again. Uh, this time uh, swings and, and, and misses with the second one. But as, it, as its momentum takes you forward, it tries to bite into you as well uh, for a 16 to hit. Hits. For uh, sixteen piercing damage, as you feel these like these strange teeth dig into you. So I bend over in pain and kind of hit my knees because I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> nice. Uh, and Disodia, it is your turn. Uh, okay. So as I see the rest of them go that direction and uh, see that beast attack someone who was defending me I think that um, 
vines start coming around my body uh, and then almost like engulf in a cocoon. And then the flame blade ignites them and I'm going to wild shape into a war horse. Uh, but skin it Ooh. a little bit so it almost looks more like a selkie war horse. Okay. And I'm going to Super into that. Uh, run to Astrid. Uh, and can I pick her up and move at half speed then? Sure. All right. Uh, and then I'll, prov- <laughs> I'll provoke an attack of opportunity from the thing, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. And then I want to get us both right here. Uh, no. Right here. Because the net's out of... No, we're going to go there. That way it's out of 10 feet of the thing's range. So, that's okay, so you go in, in towards a trunk in these, in these uh, like, large, large trees. Yes. Uh, does a 12 hit you? Uh, I think yes. Yeah, it will hit the wars. Okay, that was not as great of a roll as against Ashrin, so that's good for you. Uh, that will be nine slashing damage. All right. So the the horse will like wail out a little bit, um, but then just yeah, it'll stop right there. Uh, as as you start to get away from it, it says no, no, you will not escape me. <laughs> uh, and Ashrin, it is your turn. Um, I'm kind of going to on the back of this horse kind of lean over the edge of it a little bit weak but trying to like draw I, I saw you know that it was using flames earlier to di- uh, earlier as well so I'm going to kind of draw strength from its flames and cast Scorching Ray okay roll that mm-hmm. and I think you have two yeah two more rays it three rays yeah so 21 for the first one for nine points of damage okay and then nine that does not hit. And then 20. But the 20 definitely does. For eight more flame damage. Fire uh, damage. And it this, this creature doesn't really have facial features, but you get the sense from its movement um, as its head starts to kind of swivel around looking. It has gone from uh, this confident pursuer to something looking for an escape uh, for a way out. Uh, and using... As, oh, sorry. go ahead. Using oh. all of that energy, I kind of just collapse again back on the horse, like not really able to to do much. Okay. Uh, and, excuse me, Ariadne, it is your turn. Okay. Um, mm, I do not really have anything for him. Um, I'm going to turn to Ashrin. Oh, I can't. It's, I always forget that I can't do Blade Warden on anybody else but myself. <laughs> Damn it. Um, that's fine, though. Uh, I am... This one I can actually do. I'm going to turn around one, one last time. I'm casting Witch Bolt at him. And... is that, That's not going to hit. A 12? That's not going to hit. <laughs> uh, no, a 12 does not hit. <laughs> that's fine. Um... So with that, I'm, I'm yelling out just to run again, and I point uh, the direction that we're headed, even though he's going to shadow be soon to see it, but so that uh, um, our friend here will know where to go to Sodia. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sprint that way. Okay. And Besky, it's your turn. Sepia, you're up next. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, I got one move, which is the Eldritch Blast. <laughs> Uh, you down. know, you gotta hit him with the old razzle dazzle. The whole razzle dazzle. Uh, also, we're 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 at a school of magic, so at some point, if, uh, Ariadne wants to make a blade ward that she can put on a companion. I'm pretty sure you, you can. You know, I'll hack it. Way. We'll hack it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
you know, this is this these rolls make sense. Uh, seven. So, um, just looking at like our new friend pick up Ash uh, Ashrin, and looking at everyone kind of escaping, I'm just like looking out and just like trying to throw a, a blast lazily uh, in that mm-hmm. direction, see if it hits as we're all just kind of retreating and, and trying to run towards the school. It's kind of like a over-the-shoulder, you know, fade-away uh, Eldritch <laughs> Blast, but, like, I'm not very... I'm not looking at it very well. Uh, and then yep. I'll continue my 30 feet away. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Uh, and Sepia, it is your turn. Uh, Sepia uh, realizes she's getting a little bit far ahead of the group. She'll wade back into the pond a little bit and uh, fire her own Eldritch Blast slash Hex combo. Uh, that's 16 to hit? Eh? Uh, yeah, 16 will hit. Sorry. Okay. No, you're good. I thought maybe I disconnected. Uh, four force, one necrotic. Uh, as the water just splashes all over him. Okay. Yeah, I'll stay over, stay over in the stream. Okay. This creature, as Besky's stars kind of fade off of him, as his Eldritch Blast, uh, Lance of Lethargy fades off, hovers in over towards Desodia and says, you will be mine. And... Takes a swing. Where did you go? Claws for a 21. As close. <laughs> As close. For 11 slashing damage. Okay, I uh, drop out of Warhorse. Vines shrink down and I just... <laughs> and Ashrin, why don't you make a deck save real quick to see if you land on your on your feet. Rookie dookie. Uh, that would be an 18. Uh, you, you see the wild form dropping out and being a druid yourself you are, you know how to see that coming and land on your feet uh it takes a second swing at you disodia uh but that is a 10 that's a miss uh and screams as it tries to bite you for a 21 yeah that that one that one's not a miss <laughs> <laughs> uh and that does 12 damage as it looks looks at all of you kind of tries to take an assessment of the situation uh, and you hear as it steps into this shadow uh, says says you will be ours one way or another and disappears into into the shadow mm-hmm. and you all can drop out of initiative we're saved <laughs> <laughs> I'm you know kind of like at one hit point like coughing probably up blood and like Thank you. Who who are you? What are you <clears throat> What are you doing here? Like holding my side. Cure wounds. <laughs> oh. <laughs> For 7. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I'm the Sodia. Why? Yes. Why is that thing chasing you? Why are you here? I was looking for all of you, actually. Look, looking for us? Yes. Well, at least we were successful in that endeavor. You see. And he, he pulls his cloak off, and there's um, what look to be almost wings on the back, but as if they were made of branches and leaves. Uh, but unlike the rest of his body, they look decrepit and almost as if there has been a blight, like you would see on plants. I am... Uh, stricken by a curse and I was told that 
you four students. I, I saw you four students through the world roots. And felt you could help me somehow. Okay, cool. Um, um, and I'm going to move towards uh, Desodia, uh, wherever they are now. Uh, and I'm going to um, kind of wiggle my fingers and you're going to see like little stars appear, uh, like sprinkling glitter of it. And I'm going to try and at least heal whatever wounds you've sustained during battle um, with uh, healing light. Uh, using my warlock healing light. So I think that's uh, d6s. So I'm going to expend two of them. Uh, and I'm going to roll two d6s. Four and six. So ten uh, healing points. Uh, you're going to get that. as uh, I just kind of, uh, after I'm, I'm done like wriggling my fingers up towards the sky, I'm just going to um, kind of cascade them down and, and sprinkle them onto you as you get the healing. And I'd, I'd say some of like the the wounds on his arm or like front of his body start to heal, but it looks like the almost like decay on his back is unaffected. Hmm. Um, I will say as this like kind of celestial healing happens, uh, Desodia, that object you have, you kind of feel it pulse almost like it's like a like a soft warmth, just briefly. And he'll he'll pull out a crystal. And it's, it's roughly carved, but it is polished. And in the milky quartz of it, there's 11 glowing lights. And he'll just look at all of you. And then look back at the crystal. <laughs> uh, Sepia, at this point, uh, like soaking wet, is going to pop out of a nearby bush and be like, Ah, a crystal! That's pretty cool. I haven't seen one of those in a while. Um, Actually, as like our uh, I remember the name of it, our like our witchcraft classes, yeah, witchcraft, witch plus craft, yeah, specialty in crystals. Since our parents, yeah. your parents are okay. like gem makers, um, and like mm-hmm. gem artisans, can she tell anything about this crystal by looking at it? Um, why don't you give me intelligence? Isn't your jam, huh? So you would know stuff. Charisma. Can I get any feelings from the crystal? <laughs> yeah, can, I get any, can I get any good vibe? Vibe check. You know, that's how it works out in LA. So like, yeah. yeah, yeah look, do you vibe I get with major charisma from some crystals, yeah. y'all. CPA just has like a little conversation with it. Um, I will say, I, I don't think you need to roll for this, but as you as you kind of inspect it, it's, it's very different than what your parents work with. Um, the... The quartz part of it is the same, but the like the the eleven flecks inside, um, they they are actually it's not like they're reflecting light or anything. They are each individual sources of of some sort of light. Does it look hollow, or no. are the lights moving? Mm-mm. They're still. Uh, how's Ash or Ashrin looking? She is looking super rough. She's feeling super weak. She's kind of still like probably holding on to Desodia to just for like balance. Okay, uh, I will also expend another two d six on uh, you as well, uh, doing the same kind of motion. Actually, I'm just gonna do it both on top of them while I'm I'm just kind of just doing my warlocky arcadey magic thing on, on top of both of them, and there's just like a showering. 
glitter and stars as uh, they heal. Did, you, did I tell you how much you, you healed? No. Oh, uh, I think I rolled a four and a three, so seven altogether. Uh, Thank you. Of healing. And then I'm going to say uh, to both Ashrin and um, Disodia, and just generally the group, but specifically to them, uh, especially Disodia, um, uh, if history has shown, uh, it's not probably great for us to be in this forest for too long. So um, we might be able to help you out once we get to the academy. Um, but I don't think we should hang out here too long. So if you're feeling okay, and Astrid, if you're feeling okay, um, we should start moving towards the academy. How? Um, that's what. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep walking. How long will it take to get there? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. 15 minutes? 30 but minutes? It was a little further than that. Was it further um, than that? I don't, she doesn't have a good hours. memory, okay? <laughs> <laughs> She's our Neither do I. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's a couple hours. Um, okay. A little bit longer uh, than that, he said. <laughs> Desodia, how long have you been cursed? Or how, how, what's wrong? I guess I don't know you're cursed. What's wrong with you? Why? There's... Something in my mind trying to force its way in. And from what I can gather, from what I can comprehend from the roots, I can hold for maybe days more. That's not very good. Um, I'm going to reach out for the crystal to see if he'll let me hold it. Um, I'm, I'm assuming as we're walking, we're just starting to walk. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Where, where, where did you... This? You <laughs> you found it in Valhaldrian in that that shadow city. Okay, yeah, and I, I'll say that. Is it, we've been there, right? That's the ruined mm-hmm. city that we went through. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think we know the name of that city. We. I, I think you do. We do. Uh, okay. Yeah. If I remember right, Ashrin Ashrin shared that that's like. Yeah, that's where her my parents are from and village or my elders' hometown. Okay. Um. I can, I can learn at School of Magic. I don't have Identify yet. Um, I guess while we're walking, I'm going to ritual cast Detect Magic on this thing. Or maybe like make an Arcana check or something. Okay. Ashrin's going to grab. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, you, but you're fine. Uh, Ashton's gonna grab Desodia's wrist, not in like a threatening way, but in a "what did you just say" way. Mm-hmm. Where did you get cursed? Valhadrian. Is this the sh- the shadow curse? Where? What were you doing there? I am a dryad. I am connected. As the roots of the world suffer, so do I. As she does more to make the roots suffer. So do I. If we cure you, or if we get rid of your curse, do you does it? Do you know if it gets rid of the curse in the town? Do you know? What do you know of this curse? The longer it stays, the more withers and burns. And I don't even know how to help myself. That's why I found you all. And as, as he's talking about this curse and mentioning Valhaldrian, you remember the image of Kalvala, who you, you're not sure how long ago it was now, but who in your minds recently you fought 
Um, and you you may start to make these connections that the curse that um, Disodia carries seems to be warping his branches into what Kalvala is. Not letting go of his wrist, I kind of not rudely, but urgently pull pull everybody to kind of go faster towards the school. Because uh, um, I feel that tug, I'm also just going to quickly cast a light cantrip since we knew a creature that didn't like light was coming after us. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of, and I, I'm a human, so I imagine we're towards dusk <laughs> or night, and I just mm-hmm. cast light. Uh-huh. Uh, Ariadne, as you as you kind of inspect it and and you cast a spell magic, um, or <laughs> not dispel magic, detect magic. Detect detect magic. I will say that what you get is it's something that's incomplete. Something that's incomplete. Okay. You also recognize the pattern uh-huh. um, from one of the star charts you gathered in uh, Deer Mars Tower. Uh, oh, it's a constellation inside of it. Yeah, it, it looks... it. The more you, you look at it, the more it does seem like a constellation of sorts. Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm just taking notes. So yeah, as you get that detect... As you, as you, as you do the detect magic, um, yeah, there's not... It in and of itself is not innately magic. It just seems it seems magic. It's magical, but there's like maybe magic created it, but it is not magical kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's a very good way to describe it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna give it back to Disodia because it's his. Um, uh, but uh, I, I I'll need to see this later. I I think I I think I know something about it, but I need my books. Um, okay. As you are, as you all are walking, um, the rest of your walk to the academy uh, is thankfully uneventful. Um, as you get to the gate, this this hummingbird like flies out of Af- Ashran's pouch, pulses into this vine gate, opens it. You do hear a screech that you have heard before, um, the screech of Kalvala, and you look back. Um, kind of turn over your shoulders and you see this flaming horse with a branch creature just the silhouette a long ways away not any threat to you but it's there again as you enter into the Forge Academy uh, DeSodia you see for the first time this large castle grounds um, the kind of outer section is surrounded by this large vine wall essentially that you watched open up um the there's a few like um like farm buildings um and agricultural sections where you can see there's like very specific plants some of them you would recognize as plants that have magical properties and healing properties and and some of them are are food uh and and those and of that nature but the buildings themselves the like the vines and trees that are near them have grown into them not in a ruined way but in like the synergistic sort of um sort of way where the the nature and the um, man-made pieces have started to kind of coexist together. In the center, there's a moat and kind of raised up on a hill in that is this enormous building that again, trees and vines have grown into and become part of the infrastructure of it. All five of you, you look to the left, you see, you see Rini 
uh, this little gnome that you had met on your very first, your first first day, working on some some little glass, it breaks and shatters. It's almost like you're having deja vu. You've seen this before. She comes out. Oh, um, Professor Dorvleth, he he went out looking for you. Um, apparently you did make it. That uh, that's good news, I guess. Um, he said you might know where to go. Do you need anything from me? I'm Rennie, by the way. It's nice to meet you. Yes, you as, you as well. Uh, uh, we have a new student. Oh. Professor Ilvaxa will be very pleased to see another, another dryad here. Heather. Yes. And there's like a small smile on his face. Professor Ovaxel does lots of um, magic with really a wordsmith, creating creating magic with his, his words and poetry and songs, and also tends to many of the the plants around here. Um, I I've heard a lot of things about Professor Willow Song. Is she, is she here? Uh, probably, probably. Prepping for, for classes. I mean, they start in a couple days, like most of the uh, most of the professors. Okay, just just checking. Um, well, do, do you know where your rooms are or anything of that nature? We can probably find our way. Just kind okay. of looking around, getting everybody to nod, like play it cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, w- wonderful. Well, welcome. Uh, excited. Always, always fun to have new students here. Ha- have a wonderful day. I gotta get back to my studies. Oh my God, she's so cute. Why was why was that so suspicious? Mm-hmm. Well, um, that's normal. I didn't tell you. Um, we've been here before. I think we got brought back in time somehow. <laughs> no questions. I, uh, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> and Desodia, as as you kind of look back as as you've been like kind of reading the the roots of the world, um, you have seen something interesting about about some roots starting to cross. Um, and it's kind of the piece that led you to these four. Okay, so there there was already something distinctly different about them. So honestly, hearing that is not super like surprising. Mm-hmm. It's like, cool, I only need to know as much as I need to know. <laughs> so as you as you all head in, where are you where would you head? I think our dorm room. Yeah, I, I they think had Besky everything there, right? They had like all of mm-hmm. our equipment there and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just to get some sort of familiarity, because we're all like shooken. We're, we're yeah, shooken. We're shook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, uh, let's find some place to like get familiarity, maybe talk. Um, to Desodia, like, okay, I should say this. Um, we should go back to um, our dorm room, um, and we can talk to Desodia and figure out a plan from here. Uh, there's a lot. Um, I mean, I remember everything, and I'm sure that everyone seems to remember everything, too. Um, mm-hmm. And then we can go from there, but I, you know, I, I think just having a place to, that feels familiar, at least for this moment, uh, is, will probably help us get our minds clear. And your books are at the dorm for the crystal, right? I think so. I mean, I can always go to the library, but maybe. Um, 
So you all end up in your dorm rooms. It looks very familiar. Um, Kaza's room is locked, though. Uh, but similarly, Besky, you find a fresh jar of Raj's special seasoning uh, mm-hmm. and some cooking stuff. Uh, Ariadne, your room is is just like it was, pristine. Um, lots of things for for your maps, and and there's some books there. Uh, Ashrin, your your room has this this kind of fire wreathed um, furniture in it, um, and sepia. You have your pond. Yeah. Uh, quick inspection of like my cutting board that's in there. Uh, is there mm. any um, etching or marks or carvings in it or no? Is it fresh? Uh, it's fresh. Okay, got it. It was literally fresh. just like we hit the rewind on everything. Okay. Um, I am actually going to uh, leave everybody in the common room or whatever. Um, uh, can, can I borrow that? crystal again I'll, I'll give it right back sure um yeah and i'm gonna scamper off uh and get right to work she's she's very purpose driven mm-hmm. uh okay. and uh yeah i'm gonna go research to see if i can find anything on that constellation maybe uh, okay besky will uh kind of introduce the sodia um this is my room uh that's um obviously that that's um ariadne's room ashran's room uh, that's Sepia's room. Uh, cause he's not here yet. Um, uh, I don't know if you have a room, but, uh, you're welcome. And, like, you said that they go by them, right? Uh, he or they, honestly. He or they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're welcome to, I guess, whoever you want to, uh, uh, crash in with. Um, I, I have my room is available, um, or whatever. Um, but, uh... Is there a garden? You must be hungry. Uh, and Besky is gonna like make the first meal that he made. It's gonna be weird and deja vu. Like, what were you saying, Desodia? Is there a garden? Uh, the closest thing we have a garden is a uh, sepia swamp, but there is a garden on the grounds. Yeah, That's if fine, you look then. into uh, sepia's room, the door is like slightly ajar, and there's a large pond that's built into the floor. There's like moss oh, growing up around the sides, and there's a uh, chorus of toads and frogs. And you can see she's already in the pond, like descended down to her eyes, and it's just kind of like making ribbiting noises back and forth with the frogs. That's red. There is also, um, as you walked by, you would have seen um, a tree whose roots you would recognize um, as Ilval Hall in the singing tree. It's this large oak looking tree, but there's like lines of magic that are going up and down its trunk um, and it's kind of at the center of this campus uh, there are all the gardens and stuff around around campus you would also have access to oh one thing I forgot I am going to drop off my Almirage familiar Amaretto um, mm-hmm. I'm going to position him outside the door uh, and give him a little whisper um, keep an eye out especially for you know who talking about best Mila song yep it shitters back and perseverance we found a perseverance was the bad guy right um Mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell him if he sees perseverance um get his attention okay uh so as as you all kind of find places to to rest for the night Ariadne you're you're digging into your books and everything uh, we're going to have to find out what happens next time on the Fay Forge Academy.
Thanks so much for joining us on the FayForge Academy this week. Uh, as always, to find out what's going on in the show or with any of the cast members, uh, go to at uh, FayForge Academy on Twitter. Uh, if you like what we're doing, we would really appreciate it if you took three minutes, go over to iTunes, give us a five-star rating and review. Those are huge for helping spread the show. Um, and if you would like to support us in other ways, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. In addition, we're super proud to be a part of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. For more nerdy content, articles, podcasts, uh, go to thefandamentals.com. Plus, you can find a little bit of FayForge merch there. I also want to give a special shout out today to Adam and the Mando Wookie who wrote the poem at the beginning of the episode. Uh, so thank you so much for that it was a really, really cool gift to us as a cast and to the story and to the setting. As always, I'm Steven. I'm at the underscore bad DM on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me in those places. Hey, I'm Emily Harmon. I play Sepia Goldenmorrow. You can find me on Twitter at Emily J-E-A Harmon. I'm Michael Sinclair II. I play Besky Nevering. And you can find me on Michael Kritz on Twitter. I'm Adelaide Gardner. I play Ariane Zuban. And you can find me online at Twitter at OAdelaide. Hey, I'm Kai. I'm Stonefly underscore Kai. And then I am playing Asher and Ember Whisper. Hi, my name is Ian Gould. I play Coe's Forgeheart. Uh, and you can follow me at Ian G. Gould on Twitter. Theme music by Dave Cole of The Four Orbs. To find more royalty-free music, go to youtube.com slash music. Additional music and sound effects found at zapsplat.com and tabletopaudio.com. <laughs>